when we get going here. Excuse me. You picked up the telephone. You ordered a 16-inch pepperoni sausage, banana pepper, extra cheese. A little well done, but not burnt. You waited 45 minutes. They showed up at your house. You paid the person for the pizza. You turned around and ended up in the sausage hut. Full of pizza. And here we are, back in our favorite places, and we've got a brand new guest in the hut. He was at the airport flying through town. Had no reason of even leaving the airport, but... Uh, ninja mass El Chapo hit him upside the head with a blackjack, knocked him, knocked him out, threw him in the back of the sausage truck, drove him through the secret passageways, and now here he is in the sausage hut. And welcome, pig. First of all, it's a true story, and I'm very happy. I'm just honored to be here. And of course, the ninja assassin himself, Chapo's over here. Yeah. So, Pig, your name is Pig. Yes, sir. And uh, you come from a long line of porcine peoples. <laughs> Straight to the sausage hut. And uh, we go way back. We go all the way back when we were just piglets running around. That's right. Well, I uh, just I was a, one of those snack uh, sausage little smokies. You were. And you were just a little piglet um, just, making spider webs at the county fair in Charlotte's Web. Yep. Just like they used to do. Fresh out of the sow. Just and, trying to figure out life. And you're here not... Oh, there's another one. Um... <laughs> We were talking, we haven't seen each other in a long time, and we thought it was time to tell the story of the pizza place that we grew up in and worked at that uh, was full of some of the craziest stuff uh, young men ever seen, ever saw that wasn't um, you know damaging or perverted. No. Like good, wholesome right? yes. craziness. Not, that was the not... best job in our, our town. Yeah. Let's call it the uh, pizza palace. The pizza palace. Yeah. Let's call it the pizza palace. So the pizza palace and Chapo's here. You can talk too, buddy. Whatever you want. When the time is right. Bite your tongue. (laughs) Oh God. Pig. Yes. If you see this thing stop over here and I'm not looking, say something. Okay. That means we're not recording anymore. Right. Yep. Gotcha. Um. So we're off. We worked at, we had probably the greatest job that any small town Midwestern high schooler could have. Absolutely. And you delivered pizzas, you made pizzas, you managed. I did the same. We we learned from nothing. We we learned the art of actually baking a pizza the right way. This was before your weak ass conveyor belt ovens. We didn't cook pizzas on screens like these pussies do today that give you your seven ninety nine special out the door in ten minutes. These pizzas were cooked in deep pie pans mm-hmm. in ovens that did not rotate in any manner. Blodgets. Blodgets. Big blodgets at different temperatures. 
to be thick is seven inches thick. Some of these pizzas were. There were times when a pizza was in more than one blodget in its cooking. And it was an art to yes. running the oven. We called it. Let's, yep. So we, the, it was a, a ballet almost. On it a, really was a Friday night when you were stuffed with twenty pizzas that we had to to cook all at once, and you knew that the four. So li, so listen, um, just to set it up, there was two Blodgett ovens cooking at five hundred degrees apiece. I'd say this place on a Friday night, maybe. What, did we? You think we made a hundred pizzas in a busy night? I mean, it wasn't a very big place. We had one delivery driver at any given time. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good guesstimate. Probably yeah. in, in, in eight hours, probably maybe a hundred. I mean, that's a good night. I think hundred pizzas. Yeah, I think so. And a lot of it all, and seventy-five percent of them done within a three-hour range from like. <laughs> Five to seven thirty, four thirty to seven thirty. Oh, I thought you meant that it took that long to cook them. Oh no, I'm talking when the surge came. So yes. I guess we we're probably putting the the horse before the course here. <laughs> in the sausage hut. A, I don't know what that means. Putting the <laughs> the cart before the shart. <laughs> you can talk. Chapo. Chapo's not in his normal perch, everybody. He's over in the guest Easy. section of the house. We'd like to remind everybody that Johnny Kobasa's t-shirt hut's available on johnnykobasa.com for any t-shirt you could possibly want under the sun in any size you want, as long as it's the two t-shirts we sell and then the four sizes we sell them in. <laughs> Other than that, the world is your oyster. We are currently sold out of the petite uh, uh, t-shirts. I was just given an XL, so I think those are still in stock. Unless I got the last one. No, I just got a brand new shipment of. I just got a brand new batch of everything. So okay, good. I'm flush. We are also flush currently with sold out of the athletic fit style. Just to let you know. Do you have women's sizes? Yeah, they're they're called men's smalls. <laughs> <laughs> one size. Any woman who wants a t-shirt gets men's small. We don't know if or when these will ever be restocked. <laughs> Although I did have a, I got a couple of friends that are girls that take XLs. Nothing wrong with that. They good, fit the same. Good girl, good girl. Girth hot girls. So, I, mean, I think I actually. Let me see. I've got, probably got some theme music for Pizza Shop. Pizza Shop Stories Seventeen. Pizza Shop Stories Seventeen. Now, Pig, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk at all? Do you want to say stuff, or you just want to uh, hang back and um, wait for things? Do you want to give us any introduction about what you like to do with your pizza? What's your go-to order? Well, the go-to order in the last recent years is very simple. It's a sausage and green pepper. Really? Yeah. You Every get, time. Yeah, you get one meat, you get one veggie. Uh-huh. They balance each other out, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And sausage and peppers is always it's a good Italian dish, and exactly. in the form of a pizza, it's even exactly. better. Um, no, I'm just kind of going to see where things go this evening. It's your first time here. Yeah. Sausage and green pepper, you get one of each. Get sausage and pepper, you get a veggie and some meat. Dee 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 one of each. Kansas better win this game or I'm going down. Okay, so let, we're talking pizza. This is the Pizza Chronicles. Welcome to the Pizza Chronicles. I'm your host, 
Johnny Kielbasa, and I'm here with Pig, the Pig, from way back. He goes way back, like way pre-cell phones, pre-conveyor pre belt ovens. And uh, it's too bad the dude that, that started all the namesake of uh, the Pizza Ark, the Pizza Palace, um, couldn't be here tonight with his bushy beard. But that only gives us, I guess, more... It's going to give us more sway to talk about him right. as the in enigmatic um, character that he was. We're, so We're not going to have to hold back on his his management. So we're taught... So, so this place, um, this pizza place, was, was built in a... In, a block building the, the, about the same. I think actually the exact same dimensions as a trailer. It's long that and thin. That sounds about right. What was it before the Pizza Palace? That's a good Do question. You know? No. Our guests might know. They don't go back that far. No. It opened in like 86 or 85 probably. Anyway. It's a low-standing... Completely obscure building, and 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 it was blocked. So the you know if you're laying block, if you're blocking up a, a house, mm -hmm. you stagger the rows of the stagger the courses of block, right? Right. <laughs> that place was built where all the blocks were stacked on top <laughs> of each other perfectly. Right. And you walk in, there was there was one. There was one table that was bought from a an auction up from a McDonald's, right? That 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 our buddy, we'll call him the Pizza Paisan, even right. though he's from southeastern Kentucky, <laughs> and there's nothing, no pie. Who knows what the hell? Uh, eh, there could be down yeah. there. You don't know. Sure, Pizza Paisan. So the Pizza Paisan was our master, our uh, our sensei. Um, we got these jobs, and uh, I got my job at this place. I was fourteen. I was a freshman in high school, um, and I started there three dollars an hour answering phones. And then I answer phones, taking orders, and then I got promoted shortly thereafter to gyros and subs, where they let me make the gyros and subs. Well, I think you need to back the train up. Okay. What was the introduction to the pizza pies on? When you first started working there yeah. from our mutual friend. Right. Um, so legal, the legal beagle. Yes, the legal beagle. <laughs> the legal beagle. So we used to, we used to lift, lift weights after school together. And, and I, I think I wrestled for like two weeks before I quit. And I'm like, screw this wrestling crap. Um, and for the record, the legal beagle. Stop lifting then too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go yeah. Ahead. He wasn't there to lift. He was there to hang out. <laughs> right. He's like, I, I deliver pizzas. Is this joint? Why don't you? You want? They're looking for somebody. You want to come check it out? It's like, okay. So I remember my, I go in there for an interview. Go there for my big interview for my first job. Were you nervous? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I walk in there and. Did you have uh, a tie on? I don't remember what I was wearing, <laughs> but my dad dropped me off and went across the street to the Pontiac dealership and started looking at cars. <laughs> I walk in there, and the pizza paisan goes, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry, I'm really busy right now. Can you come back tomorrow?" I'm like, okay, oh, okay, sorry. It's it's on the edge of town. I walk out, and my dad's not there. <laughs> so my biggest, so my my big interview lasts ten seconds, and I gotta 
stand out front of the place while I'm, I'm where the hell is my dad? Kick stones around. Yeah. The parking lot. Like, okay. Oh, I'll come back tomorrow. I'll just wait out in the parking lot for 24 hours until you're not busy anymore. <laughs> and then I, so I go, I go and have my interview. I don't remember he, that part of it. Uh, well, I, that, that was before. Cause I, I worked, I started working there a little bit before. You right. Did, yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, dad, dad, dad wouldn't looked at cars. And I had to like, oh, I saw his car. I saw him driving around. I was like, I had to run across the street to catch him. He thought I was going to be there for a while. No. So anyway, I got the, went back and interviewed. And uh, I remember him saying. uh, Like the next day? Yeah. Okay. And I remember him saying, this guy doesn't talk very much, does he? (laughs) Because I wasn't saying anything. And, you know, um, so the legal beagle. The legal beagle, you know, worked there, liked it. He was delivering pizzas. He didn't really do much in the kitchen, but he was just a pizza delivery guy. They needed an inside guy. Right. So that's when I they started. And uh, my first day, it was me and Mrs. Paisan yeah. for six hours on a Thursday night. Um, she probably, I remember going in there. I made $3 an hour cash for six hours. So I made 18 bucks my first shift. <laughs> And I pretty much sat there, and they, they probably, it was a really slow night. It was just me and her sat there for six hours and watched her smoke cigarettes. Probably. Oh, it was just you and Mrs. Bison. Yeah. Mr. was not there. No. She worked by herself on Thursdays. Yeah, my first gotcha. day. And I'm and I, I like, I'm, what the hell am I supposed to do? So, you know, make small talk. But uh, Mrs. Paisan happened to have the, the, the some of the nicest calves of any woman ever. If she would have uh, set her mind to it when she was younger, she probably could have been a sprinter with the calves that she had. They were very well defined. They were rock hard. Yes. Angry calves. Yes. Angry. <laughs> yeah. And she she never wore full length pants. No, she, she wore capris all the time. Yeah. I remember that. And just showing those calves off. I mean, they could crush your face from yes. a, from across the room. Yeah. They were so heavy. If they if they were <laughs> pissed off at you, they would kill you. So that's how I started. So then not too long after I I was there, you started. Pigs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the exact... I guess I was a senior in high school. No, I'd have been a junior. Anyway, so uh, our mutual friend said it was a Tuesday because Tuesday was Onion Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Our mutual friend, the uh, legal, beagle. legal beagle, hated cutting onions. Yeah. So he at, he said, "Pig, would you be interested in uh, cutting onions at this pizza place?" I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> uh, and he says, "Well, let me talk to the pizza pies on and." If you do this, it could lead to a full-time job possible. Okay, and then I was more interested in it. You nail this five-gallon <laughs> bucket full of onions, dude, and you're going to be on this the fast track to, to success, buddy. Things. You come, you show up tonight, <laughs> yeah. and you cut these onions. I got it in for you. So I did it. I showed up. I cut the shit out of those onions. And uh, the rest is history. You got offered. They came to you with a contract <laughs> that day. Right. It's like, we got ourselves somebody. The ink wasn't even dry before I started to run the oven. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You, 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 you didn't have to pay the dues that I did. You came in right, and you had your driver's license, too, so you could deliver right off the bat, whereas well, I couldn't. Well, I was legally allowed to work, whereas you were not. Right. 
It's violating uh, <laughs> child labor laws. But as long as you don't tell the government you're paying anybody, it doesn't. It's not. Nah, there's nothing it's wrong. It's fine. It's fine. It's character building stuff. So, in this trailer shaped building with two 500 degree ovens, we be- began to learn our craft. Yes. The fine art of American style. Thick pie. I'd almost call it Midwestern pizza. It's not deep dish like in Chicago. Mm-mm. It's a pie crust, thicker. It's a deeper dish, but not a very not a thick crust. Just no. a thick pizza. Right. Yes. Very very liberal with the provolone cheese that came in large chunks. So maybe let's talk. Let's talk about the the pizzas, the pizza itself, and. You know the ingredients that went in it, starting with the bat. So the the bucket of onions. So to, to 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 lay the groundwork for this bucket of onions, this was a five gallon bucket. Yep. That you had to take every of uh, onion out of a bag of onions. You had to peel the onions. Yep. And then cut them in half too before you threw them in there. I think you had to cut them in half too. At least. So there was a an industrial strength grid blade oh that's right i forgot about that you that. put the onions yes. into and yes it, it, is, that called, is that called a dicer you, is it a dicer and you you push them you put them in there and thing. like and there was a thing you shove yeah. them through so you had to, but you had to handle thing every one of those through. onions <laughs> chapo professional see chapo you thought you were doing this a long time i was dicing onions you, you were shoving things through before I even thought about it. You're right. So you had this five gallon bucket that you had to run, you know, run all these through. And I swear, and if you weren't wearing contacts, you would cry like a baby oh, the yeah. entire time. Yes, these were white onions. Um, Tuesday sucked. Five gallon bucket. And, and of I understood onions. quickly why uh, the legal beagle shoved this off onto me. Because he was just he was a delivery driver, um, which was kind of like the vain position. He's like, I don't do anything else. Exactly. And I remember him purposely um, not doing a jo- good job sweeping the floor, so right. Mrs. Paisan wouldn't make him sweep anymore. Right. I'll just contract it. this out to somebody else. Yeah. So the onions, five gallon buckets. And I remember being in school the next day after cutting those onions, and just my hands. Yep. Just. Thinking. It, it, and you couldn't you couldn't wash it off. It Latex never went gloves. away. Yeah, this was pff, gloves. They didn't Free. exist. <laughs> Wearing gloves. It didn't. It Just, never went away. Yeah, it was a constant stink of onions. Yep. So that was the onion. Now the sauce was a whole different story. <laughs> the sauce the, is boss, baby. The, the sauce has since become legend, <laughs> legendary to anybody who's around because every batch of sauce was stirred. This was another, again, a five-gallon bucket. These sauce batches were made in five-gallon buckets. Now, our, the, the pizza pies on himself um, smoked like four chimneys. <laughs> Ever-present pack of Marlboro Reds in his left breast pocket. He wore sweatpants every day, and he wore T-shirts with left breast pockets. Yes. So he could put his cigarettes and his lighter in his left breast pocket. And so he could be cash. available at all times. And cash. And cash. Yes. Oh, and a nice wad of cash. In the case he had to make a deal, because that's all the cash he ever had. His deal-making cash. Exactly. And then he'd also... 
he had another hundred bucks hidden in another pocket too. If he was going to do some wheeling and dealing, right? He would say, "Well, this is all the money I have," but in reality, he had a hundred bucks in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And for a short period of time, I believed he carried a small firearm in his sweatpants. I'm not as well. surprised. <laughs> the pizza paisan made the art of sauce. You know, there's French sauciers who dedicate their life to being good sauciers. Sure, they had nothing on our man. Nope. Because five-gallon buckets of sauce were made with with fresh herbs, salt, sugar. Then the canned, you know, you'd have the canned pizza sauce. Mm-hmm. Throw that in the bucket. And then there was a secret. And I don't even know if I should give out the secret. But the secret to the great sauce. Did your, You said sugar already, right? Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Oil. Yeah. Salt. Yep. Whatever. Basil, oregano, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um... But the, the 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 secret ingredient, which I put in my sauce now, and I, I you might not remember this off the top of your head, but you're going to remember. I don't. I'm 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 listening. A blender full of onions and water. Oh, that's right. Onion sludge. I forgot about that. That was the secret ingredient that made that pizza sauce oh. great. Oh. You you filled up a blender full of onions, put a little water that. in there, turn it into liquid. Yeah. In it goes. Dump it in there, and, you and don't then even know. And then the next step is. So 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 we come to it. All the ingredients are on in the bucket. And the old there is one. There's more than one way to to mix up a batch of of pizza sauce. But there was only one way to do it here. Absolutely. And our chain smoking. <laughs> sweatpants wearing. <laughs> sweatpants wearing heavily scruffy bearded. With where uh, hairs were falling out of his beard at all the times, twenty four hours a day, and there was a Marlboro red hanging from his. Don't forget about my hand. concealed carry. Right, exactly. It's concealed carry. You need permission to carry that I'm little pea shooter. In my sweatpants. Yeah, for sure. So every batch of sauce. What happened, pig? How 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 did he stir it up? Well, so what happened was. Uh, after he mixed in all the in, the fine ingredients in the five-gallon bucket. At the bottom of the bucket was all the powdery stuff. I'd like to say he rolled up his sleeve, but he never had sleeves because he only had the short sleeve. Sometimes he'd wear a flannel. If it was, That's it was fair enough, yes. Anyway, he if he had a sleeve, he'd roll it up to his upper arm. He would put his meaty, hairy arm down into the bottom of that bucket and stir the shit out of it with his greasy hairy (laughs) cigarette stained arms he would reach in to the bucket every batch was stirred like this by his hand you reach down to the bottom where all the powder stuff was. You got to mix it up, man. And you'd bring it around. You got to mix and it you'd up. You bring it around, and you're up to your you're up to your elbow in the sauce, just like this. I think we might have a puker on our hands here if we keep going. <laughs> I think there might be. A think about how much hair is on your arm. Here. That's a lot of hair. Yeah, and think about how many cigarettes you smoke in a day if you're pizza pies on. Yep. <laughs> And of course, we learned that art, and we stirred the sauce. And we thought we it made was our fine. Own batches, yeah. Didn't think about. Oh, and another thing, with yeah, the one arm in the sauce, the other one is smoking the cigarette at the same time. Absolutely. And uh, if a couple ashes made it into the sauce, 
that's just it made it even better and i remember him every time what you did he went he he pulled his arm out of the sauce He'd shake it off. And then he'd bring it way up in the air, take it over the sink, and then go... Yep. And he'd make a snap noise with his finger like yep. this. And then he'd run his hand... He'd run it, run it, no, he'd run his finger down first. Run his finger down, push the, push the sauce into the sink, and then go... It's a true story. And that was the best pizza sauce on earth. Hell yeah, it was. I'll put that pizza sauce up against any sauce on earth. That's right. Papa John, fuck off. That was the sauce. <laughs> and it would, be in, it, it would be in five-gallon buckets. Food-grade five-gallon buckets? Um, no. <laughs> you can find these kinds of buckets with tar. Concrete. Uh, paint. If you're a lucky potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was it. so the dough was made in batches. Nothing, well, nothing that special. That was pretty legit. Yeah, except for um, and I, we could tell that the, the greatest nemesis to this place was the health inspector. But um, you, <laughs> well, you the you, covering of the dough. You make your dough ahead of time. You put it in balls, and then you put it on a tray, and then you cover up those trays and put it in the fridge for the day or the next day. Well, they're supposed to be food-grade bags that were covered in the dough. But maybe you could save some money and just use lawn and leaf bags to Possibly. cover the dough. That might happen. Yeah. <laughs> Until that was corrected. <laughs> so we we were pretty much in, in, in heaven. Oh, and the, the cheese came in, in uh, what, about three-foot-long... Six inch wide logs, right? Provolone cheese, and that's yep. the I've said it before on this podcast. Provolone cheese is a secret to a good pizza, not mozzarella. Just go get some good provolone. Those that was just the thing of gods, and that was run that was also run through a thing similar to the onions where you put the log through, right? And it would sh it would be like spaghetti, but it was yep. cheese, and you just take a handful of that stuff and eat it and sometimes it was creamier than other times mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it would melt more melt weird and if if you got there and the cheese hadn't been in the fridge and you had to cut it it would like get all mushed up right and you just have to just eat a hunk out of it it was good yeah and every and and the sausage what's that do i just go pee how's this work uh you got to pee in your seat uh, you didn't wear uh depends <laughs> there's no yeah the so only i don't have any seat. nasa diapers We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Meanwhile, let's go over to El Chapo and see what he's up to. What's up? Uh, I'm cutting it up over here, Johnny K. You are. You're chopping it up. You're cutting um, it up. And I'm, I'm feeling really good hearing the, the pizza stories because, you know, that's that that was my first uh, official paycheck job was working in, in a local pizza place. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, what did you do there? I uh, toss the dough, delivery, mix the sauce, and uh, washed a lot of pizza pans. No screens, just pizza pans. We didn't have all the fancy tools and all, but, you know, it, I could make, uh, you know, what was this? Late 90s, mid 90s? I'm making It like, doesn't matter. It was making good money. Cash. So we we had this job. They made pizza. It was great pizza. Sorry, it was cooked in. It, it's no problem, man. 
cooking uh, great pizza in these ovens. And these two big blodget ovens, one was a really large one, and it had an upstairs and a downstairs. And then the other smaller blodget had one one handle but two shelves inside of it. And each each quadrant had somewhat right. different, little different yeah. temperatures. So what you do is you load up the, the top of the first one first, top of the big one first. Right. And then the small the, the downstairs of the big blodget was just... That was finishing. We're finishing it. Yeah. So what they, the, the, the great thing they did was at the end of the pizza cycle, they would pop out the pizza and let the bottom crust brown up on the, on the bottom. We call it the rock. Right. On the rock of the, the oven itself. Right. So, so did you ever, I'm trying to think. Why did the small oven was only for overflow basically, right? That was what you'd fill up after, yeah. Yeah. You, well, you would never cook pizza in the bottom of the big oven. You'd only finish stuff down there, right? Like, or or if you really, you could get it started before you change it to somewhere else, right? So the order of business was: you fill up the top of top, the big one, big oven, um, on a busy night, top small, bottom small. And then, God forbid, you'd have to start a pizza on the bottom of the big oven, yes. right? Yes, you're right. And it was a dance after that. Yeah, you would you'd work the pizzas toward the top of the uh, the big oven. So as the the ones in the top of the big oven would get close to being done, you'd rock them, rock that six, rock that extra large or deluxe pig. That seven pound pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, rock that one. Rock the pepperoni. Um, bring the bring this uh, extra black olive and onion small for Mrs. What's her name? Um, <laughs> there was there was one person who would always order a small double black olive and onion, and she would oh, order yeah. it. She would order the pizza I know at you're four talking p.m. About. and she would answer the door in her nightgown at four thirty p.m. Yes, and she was a large, large, sexy woman. And she would invite you in for a piece. Um, yeah. No, thanks. I don't want to eat double black olive and onion, but that is a nice full length, full body length nightgown you're wearing there at four thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> Been a rough day. Let me rub those doggies. <laughs> Why you eat your double black olive and onion? Like, okay, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Good time, though. Okay, yeah, so with the pizza order, or the pizza, we were talking the about pizza the oven, oven order. Oven. Yeah. Right, let's get back to that. So, first of all, there was a bit of a, uh, <laughs> there was a bit of a, a competition with the running of the pizza oven. A lot of pride. At, at one time. Yeah, there was a lot of pride. Right? Yeah. Especially on a Friday or Saturday night. There was a, you were you were the maestro. No, 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 no. I was not the maestro. I'm saying anybody who ran the, oh, oven I'm sorry. was yes. the maestro. Yes, That's what, but you that were you were a maestro. Don't sell yourself. Short. We were both maestros. Right. And there's a little bit of competition with that. Sure. So <laughs> I'm gonna just go ahead and tell a story no, here. Yeah, go ahead. Where, uh 
I think at some point you stopped delivering, right? No, I I had worked in the before I got my driver's license. I was in the kitchen all the time while you guys were delivering. But sometimes you would work in the kitchen too. Okay. When I got my driver's license, I think we alternated nights. Like, I think Friday mm. night you delivered and I worked in the oven. You're right. Worked the kitchen and then we'd switch on Saturday night or something like that. After. Yeah. Okay. But. The first while I never drove because I, had, I didn't have my driver's license yet. Yeah, but this was well after you got your driver's okay, license. Okay, all so right. So we had switched. <laughs> so it was a crazy ass night. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy ass yeah. night, and I was delivering. You were running the oven, right? Which I mean, that's a basically the person running the oven is responsible for the entire operation of of. The pizza place. Right. The pizza pie the the pizza pies on was on the prep table making the pizzas and calling the shots. Yes. You know, and we and sometimes there was another a fourth person answering the phones. Sometimes there wasn't. So sometimes we just had to man the phones. Right, but the 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 person running the ovens is the pivot person. Right. You're you're executing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You are the The boss man's there. He's gonna help you out whenever he can. You're the He's COO. He's also making the pizza. You're the C- You're the chief t- operating officer yes. of the business. Mm-hmm. So it's. I knew. I knew it was a weekend. It had to be. Had to have been a weekend. And I'm delivering. You're the COO. Yeah. You're running the oven. Executing. Yes. And pizza oven. I, apron on. Yes. Paper towel head. Paper head towel wrap. hat. That's right. <laughs> Paper towel head wrap. <laughs> To Ma- absorb the sweat. Made out of what kind of paper towels? Only bounty. <laughs> Only bounty, the quicker pickers upper. Exactly. <laughs> Which we didn't say. We we used it. Every pizza that came out of those ovens had where it was very greasy, and we used bounty paper towels to sop up the grease of all of them to make right. them more edible. Right. So it was a busy night. I was delivering. I come in. I probably said something I shouldn't have said. <laughs> <laughs> and and Johnny says to me, "Don't tell me how to run the ovens, pig." Who are you? Who are you to tell me? That's right. That's right. Who, Who are, are you? you to tell me how to run the oven? <laughs> Took a lot of pride. Took a lot of pride, man. <laughs> with, with the paper towel across his head. <laughs> You're putting your face in 500 degree ovens, man, for hours at a time. You're opening them up, taking them, moving them around. So the execution was you always worked to keep the top oven of the big oven full of pizza. So if you had to get other stuff in the little oven, you'd start it over there. But when the stuff inside of the big pizza or inside of the big oven was almost done, you put it in the bottom drawer and took it out of the pan. Exactly. For a couple minutes. Right. So in that time, after you move that pizza down, if there's something in the small oven, that something's coming over to the top. Exactly. So you're moving things up and down and over and over. And then you're shoveling the pizza out and cutting it and boxing it. And giving it an address for delivery too. That is correct. Yeah, if you writing need... it on the pizza box. Right, I'm sure that was OSHA love that. <laughs> and uh, if there were directions, you would also write that with permanent magic marker on the pizza box itself. Did you ever have? Do you remember having like moms bring their kids back to watch us run the oven? Yeah. And you were like, all right. 
like, and the kids were like, this is such a <laughs> Hold on, kid. Let me put my cigarette out. <laughs> but no, you when they when they brought the kids back, you were like, all right, I'm going to show this. I'm going to put on a show. And you're like fucking running from one oven to the next and throwing pans around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You threw every pan got thrown into the sink. Yes. The sink bin. So it was like pizzas flying, pans flying, cutting. Oven shit. doors like, opening yeah. and closing. Yeah. But phones ringing. I mean, you were doing, you had to move. And once you got it, you know, there's nothing. Once you, it got busy, you know, you just knew you had to do this. Right. You knew what you were doing, but you had to do a lot fast. Yes. If you were delivering, it didn't, you, the world was your oyster. You know, you got to leave. Go take it. You're making more money. You come back in, grab a two liter for delivery. Oh, uh, you want me to make this gyro for you? Or maybe answer a phone, and then you're back out the door. But man, if you're running the oven, you're working hard. You're the center of the world. Yeah, you really are. And we both made it to the point where we could. We were doing everything, and you know, we, we were making pizzas. We could cook them. We could deliver them. And uh, but we, but what it was like the night, the glory, the the glorious. The most glorious of the nights were when you and me and the pizza, the the pizza paisan. It was us. It was our night. You know, yeah. Mrs. Paisan wasn't around. Yeah, one of us was delivering. One of us was running the oven. The paisan himself was making the pizzas and calling the shots. Or we'd switch every once in a while because the paisan he could run the oven. He needed too. to get over there. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he would just do that and you'd switch it up. Yep. Making those pizzas, man. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> Cranking was so them out. Awesome. <laughs> Cranking them out. Handful after handful of cheese, pepperonis flying, sausage flying. And every sausage, they made their own sausage. They, they, they had a meat On the hot company. stove. In, in, a, in a, yeah, an electric <laughs> skillet thingy in a trailer <laughs> that they would bring in. <laughs> On Thursday night. Yep. Oh, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Paisan's fried sausage night. Yeah. Have to go out to the meat member of the meat packing company. Uh -huh. have, they had the, their own special yep. thing. Yep. They pre-cooked the sausage in on an electric skillet, or it was it electric? This electric. Yeah, it was yeah. electric. And they just oh man, the whole house would stink up. <laughs> but that was good sausage, man. It was worth it. You know, so many places now just get that Italian pizza topping flavored bag stuff. Yeah. Which is good, but it's not real sausage like no. they use. That was good stuff. 